0: Discover connection, awaken sacredness,
1: common power. Join us for our show our great
0: to Discover Your Spiritual Gifts Live, show number 38. We are your hosts, Dave
1: and Violet.
0: Our guest today is Johanna Alper. Johanna Alper, the healer's coach, has been a classical acupuncturist and teacher in Boulder, Colorado, since 1981. She now coaches healers, therapists, and mission-inspired entrepreneurs to attract more clients and prosper by utilizing the five Chinese Medicine Energetic Success Principles. A speaker, coach, thought leader, and author, her forthcoming book, Attract Clients Today Chinese Medicine Success Principles for Holistic Business Success will be published in the autumn of 2020. She is offering an online group program, Attract Six Clients, in six weeks, which begins June 17th, and has a special pandemic savings price. So welcome, Johanna. Thank you for being on the show.
2: Thank you so much, Dave and Violet. It's just really an honor and a pleasure to be here with you today.
1: Well, we love to have you. We love to have you. I know I got to briefly meet you the other day, so it was pretty (laughs) awesome. And to realize you're right here in Colorado, you're Boulder, I thought you were somewhere else. And for the people that are listening, Johanna got a hold of me months and months and months ago and said, I'd love to be on your show. And when I told her, okay, I'm going to schedule you in May, she goes, "May," because I think it was like 2019 when she got a hold of me. And so we're really happy to have her on the show and to realize that she's right here locally. So, Tell us about your spiritual journey, like where it began and what brought you into doing what you do today.
2: I've been uh, always a questioner, actually, and a pioneer. And growing up, I, I was born right after World War II. I'll be 74 tomorrow, but I seem to be aging with great vitality and still um having adventures and being a pioneer still in the 60s i was very involved with the anti-war movement communal living in san francisco a lot of wild explorations and i felt very very um it, it was very important to be working at that time against the war in vietnam but it wasn't done in a peaceful way, even though we were trying to find peace. So in 1970, I started to learn about meditation and that really turned me around. Actually, it was the end of 1970, I started meditating with a Tibetan meditation teacher, one of the first Tibetans to arrive with this into the West, Chagan Trungpa. I've been meditating for close to 50 years now. And a lot of solitary retreats uh, of up to a month long. So I haven't just been doing it a few minutes a day. It's been a deep, deep journey. And then I also was very inspired to learn about Chinese medicine and began studying acupuncture in the 70s, the late 70s. People really hadn't heard much about it yet. And I've been practicing acupuncture in Boulder, as Dave mentioned, since 1981. And uh, I've been in, continuing to study as well. This is a many lifetimes journey in, most, in both cases for meditation and for healing and acupuncture. Don't just pick it up in a few weeks, although we can begin. If we have a lot of heart and aspiration to help people, we can begin with a workshop. Or else, go deeper and have it be for decades.
1: Dave, you took some classes in acupuncture energy, right?
0: Yes. Uh, yeah, I went to the school down on Colfax here in Denver, uh-huh. and, uh, I, and I went for good. I went for two trimesters, and uh-huh. just um, I was having to do it half time, and uh-huh. I just couldn't see that level of effort for six years to make it through the program, yeah. and. I, uh, I was doing so many other healing modalities that I, I felt that I, I could do uh, just as well with those. And so um, it gave me a good, good foundation in Chinese medicine and Chinese thinking and uh, so I still carry that forward and uh, sometimes I find uh, some of the concepts are very helpful in, in looking at a way to uh, come up with a metaphor for why people aren't healing and finding ways to help them heal. That's
2: wonderful. It's really great.
1: So how did you move from doing acupuncture to now helping people with their businesses? So how did that happen for you?
2: Actually, I didn't even realize that my practice was a business for almost 30 years. I was successful. (laughs) It didn't occur to me. This was business. (laughs) Even though I had, I did fine, you know, through referrals and it just completely flowed. But I was, and I was also teaching at act two acu- different acupuncture schools, especially the one in Louisville, Colorado, the Institute of Taoist Education and Acupuncture, which is a slightly different um, aspect of Chinese medicine than the school that you went to, Dave. It's the the um, the one in Louisville is the ancient classical five elements. Right. Mm-hmm. So I realized that the students who I'd helped teach and mentor in the clinic were leaving and they weren't getting their practices to be successful. And it was really honestly very heartbreaking because it didn't occur to me because it had been so easy for me to start being one of the early ones. It didn't occur to me how much things had changed and how hard it was to get a practice going, especially for someone who'd been through school for years and had big student loans to pay, families to support. So I began to learn about coaching and, and about business. And that was shocking because that, that, as I mentioned, that hadn't even occurred to me. And I took a number of coaching courses that truthfully were beyond me, which was very humbling and shocking. I wasn't strong in the um, digital world. I thought that I could accomplish them much more quickly. So it was quite difficult at first until I realized that our businesses are living systems and have all of the five energies of Chinese medicine within the business. And then things changed for me. It became way more joyful, organic, and powerful. And I was more able to help my clients, because I just because it was no longer something more mechanical, and so it was it's been exciting.
1: Well, that's pretty awesome because most spiritual business owners we see it every day don't understand, just like you, that this is a business. They step in because they're passionate about what they do, they're passionate about their gifts, they want to help people. They want to have clients and assist them, and they don't realize that there's a lot that goes into this: financial planning, uh, marketing, promotion, operations, uh, return on investment. I mean, we're talking big business words. That you know, we have practitioners at the center. Um, Dave is one of the practitioners, but I have people working at the center, and they're not business people. They're people that got passionate about a certain modality or a certain gift and they wanna offer it to the world. So Mm -hmm. they have no idea that it's a business. So it's pretty cool that we could take Chinese medicine and really step back and look at our businesses and how that works. So talk to us a little bit about how those elements work within a business. How does somebody see that? How does that connect to that system?
2: Well, everybody probably knows about yin and yang. The uh, yin is the feminine receptive, and the yang is the more masculine, extroverted, um, uh, outward dynamic principle. But also, Chinese medicine is based on those, yin and yang, but also on what are called the five elements. And these are energies that the Chinese observed for millennia and base their medicine on a balance of all of them which are connected to the seasons, organs, emotions, and our businesses. The five elements are fire, earth, metal or also air, water, and wood. And just like the cycle of the seasons, all of the elements need to be present in order to have Uh, life and healing and balance so the fire element is about our hearts and that's about actually I discovered about our brands communicating our heart into the world because and you know being connected to our hearts means our mission our why all the reasons we chose to be healers but we can have that feeling and not necessarily express it out in a brand. And But when we do express it, we shine more brightly in the marketplace because people don't choose healing. They choose a healer, an acupuncturist, or a chiropractor, or whoever. So when we express our unique style and radiance in our brand, people who are looking for what we offer will be much more likely to find us. So that's the fire element. Uh, The earth element is just like the great mother who serves us all, it's about how we show up in service. Because if we're going to market, marketing to everyone is not very effective. But when we learn to hone our niche, which is a part of the earth element, who we serve, the problems we solve or services we offer, and also having going beyond just one by one by one session marketing and have programs and packages so that people can have much more deep transformation than, than just coming in once in a while. Then that's how the earth expresses, which is about service just as the fire element is about visibility and radiance. The earth element is about serve how we serve. The metal element is about prosperous money flow. And it's often a really difficult place to go for many healers because we are so into serving and actually for if you believe in lifetimes, which I, many lifetimes, which I'm guessing many people listening will be, do believe in that. We have been trained as healers to not really look at money, but just to offer our services. Maybe we got back some grains or vegetables, or um, maybe it was trade or we worked in monasteries and nunneries where we healed and we didn't touch money, but it's a very different age today. And for healers, we're not a part of the medical system. So often, I mean, the conventional medical system, of course, even though acupuncture is so partly there, but the metal element is a very powerful element as we learn to open our mindsets to be open to more prosperity and let go of limiting beliefs that money is somehow not connected to spirituality, sacredness and healing. The water element is about sustainability and we know we live in a very extroverted, well, until the recent pandemic, we're all very extroverted and um, very out there fiery inflamed culture but as healers we're teaching people how to go deeply to be better hydrated to go into deeper levels which our society doesn't honor and the water element is about being sustainable with ourselves and helping our clients also have um, be more sustainable and have work-life balance and the wood element which is very hard for many healers, is about not just visioning and planning about our business, but also going out into the marketplace to have inspired and soulful and heartful, non-aggressive enrollment sales and marketing conversations, marketing and sales conversations. So all of these together can help make a, a business very powerful, and sustainable, and heartful, and make it that business isn't so icky or foreign, but it's just like the incredible healing work that we offer. So I work with my clients to make sure that all of the elements are strong so that they can flourish and attract clients, make a lot of impact, be successful and prosperous.
1: I love the spiritual aspects. I think it shows up in all of our lives in different ways. So I love that it shows up in this way here too Mm -hmm. and and how it, how it works. So um, you were also sharing how it connects above, I think not only the elements, but how the other energies come to play. Can you share a little more about that with us? Mm
2: Was that in our earlier conversation about the four immeasurables? Yeah. So the four immeasurables are something in Buddhism, but they're in every healing and spiritual tradition. And these are loving kindness, compassion, unconditional joy, and equanimity or deep peace. And I call those heaven's operating system, whereas the five elements which I just spoke about our nature's operating system and how they come together to help us flourish and through this time. I feel like the four measurables that I mentioned, the loving kindness and compassion, joy and peace, are kind of a womb, actually. They're not just heaven above, they're the whole womb in which we all live and flourish. So it's very it's a dynamic way of Joining heaven and nature, earth all together, to um, have our purposeful and flourishing lives. And I feel that at this time, especially, people are not are, are no longer thinking the government's going to help their health. You know, it's <laughs> based on sickness. It's not based on wellness and healthcare system. So we are going. As healers, many are going to be looking for us much more. We're going to shine even more brightly than we have been. We may not think so because so many of us are still quarantining at home, can't go into our businesses. They're considered often non-essential. But as time, as the months go along, we are, have the capacity to shine way more brightly, I believe, and become more strong and visible leaders, teachers.
0: And the healers that we are. Good, good. I'm going to jump in here. Uh, I want to talk about money uh, because that seems to be a real hard one for a lot of people, especially when they're starting out. That uh, it's not right for me to ask to be paid for uh, using my spiritual gifts. Uh, That's a very common belief. And um, then some people who, frankly, they they give away their services way too much. And, uh, you know, they they may have a little bit of an understanding problem that uh, sometimes people, if you give it away, they don't honor what you're doing for them. So let's talk about money, money issues, because I'm sure, you know, fundamentally, if you don't have cash flow in a business, you aren't going to be in business. Uh, You know, it's not a business if you aren't making money and distributing money uh, as needed. So uh, let, let's talk about your views on money there.
2: I'm so happy um, you're emphasizing this, Dave, because we both know for so many healers, this is just a tremendous sticking point. And, and it also comes from beliefs that we've inherited, that somehow poverty uh, is more sacred or more honorable mm-hmm. than than success and prosperity and that's a that's been put in our minds over time through certain institutions and because we have such spiritual views and pure hearts and truthfully so many of us would be happy to give this away if it were a different system it is now impeding us from being visible being more full-time helping ourselves and our families and Making the impact that actually I believe the world is desperately asking us to make. So we are the bottlenecks in our business, often around prosperity and um, and having limited beliefs about that. I work with clients in a, a number of ways through how I've been trained in coaching. One is through something called the sacred money archetypes where we find out what are your strongest archetypes and what are the gifts and strengths and what are their challenges and blind spots so that you can learn to let go of your challenges and blind spots, like thinking money's not sacred, but (laughs) different styles and ways of doing that so that then you can open up to receiving. I mean, we don't just, breathe out constantly breathe out we have to breathe in also we have to give out and receive i heard that sark i don't know if you know who she is a spiritual writer and teacher she said we all healers we all have phds in in giving but we're in kindergarten in receiving (laughs) we need to get over this and get over our limiting beliefs get over our training a lot especially also as women, we were trained to be more safe and more quiet. And at least in my generation, although we broke through that a lot, but um, if we don't get over these old limiting beliefs from this lifetime or another, it's very hard to, um, to flourish. And I help people unpack that and, have a much more balanced view it's not about being greedy it's not about uh, being not spiritual it's about having a balance and joining both heaven's vision and pureness with earth's practicality and I find my clients start to become very successful and I have over time also and um, I'm very grateful to be learning and growing at this time and helping others to do so. One of my clients recently tripled his invest his return on investment in a, a coaching program with me uh, it was a six month program he tripled his return on investment in less than five months and of course that was because he was able to make much bigger impact, serve more people, create mm-hmm. programs and packages. So we, as healers, I feel like it's our responsibility to get over this old, these old limited beliefs. And I delight in helping people with
0: that. Oh, absolutely. Uh, you, you know, one of the, the interesting things, and, and again, these are, are people who are, are young and just getting into it especially. Uh, I see this at uh, the metaphysical fairs. When you talk to people about okay so you're going to be a reader at this table now when are you going to ask the people to pay what are you going to do with the money when they pay what are you going to do with them if they're unhappy and uh you know that's when it's better to develop a protocol get the money up front leave it in obvious display on the table so you both know that they've paid you don't have to worry about it at the end of the session and if things just aren't clicking they aren't working you say I guess I'm just not the right person for you. You give them their money back and you say, thank you for trying. And, uh, you know, learning how to to handle those different possible outcomes in a graceful, you know, business oriented way uh, is very important rather than just saying, okay, I'm during the headlights. They don't like what I'm doing. What do I do now? Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where you need to talk through those strategies and the same thing for you know receiving money you know for an acupuncture practice or uh, if you're some other type of reader you know in an office uh, how do you accept the money when do you accept it Um, how do you uh, talk to person and say you know you won't always see results immediately Uh, sometimes it takes a little while for your body to adjust so please you know be patient with it and, and give me some feedback on that you know things like that that Reassure the person if they if they don't just feel like they're going to stand up out of the wheelchair or throw away the crutches in your session, uh, right. what comes next? And uh, having realistic expectations over uh, different possible outcomes and things like that. So all, all these factor into, again, that, that ultimate money thing about, wow, I, I, I bought the ticket and I didn't get to ride on the ride. What's going on here?
2: Right. You know, so often we have, because we're in a culture where we can go on TV and see, oh, take this pill, and immediately illness will be gone, you know, is a view of not seeing the the illness, maybe in the symptoms as a cry for help. And that because people have the view of healing happening very quickly, which sometimes it does, people have such strange um, expectations. But it's more, we know, it's more like planting a garden. You don't just toss the seeds in and you get a harvest. And often, you know, people can get awareness very quickly, but transformation, real transformation takes time and takes seasons. And if we just, if we devalue ourselves in our work and go along with the culture's view of us, that devalues us around also prosperity. And it doesn't serve people because Often people have to work on on themselves as well, of course. It's not just go, lie down on the table, fix me. And then that takes time. But yeah. I've, I'm so happy to be a healer at this time. And I feel like there's never been a better time, even though a lot of people are quite scared with how much money they've spent for their trainings and how how much aspiration they feel inside to help and yet not being able to get a good financial return or an appropriate one so that they don't have to have other jobs that exhaust them. So I, it's a very exciting time. I feel like things are going to change too because it's so obvious that people are needing what so many of us have to offer. And...
0: Well, we're going to take a little break here uh, for some uh, information about Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. We'll be right back.
1: Hi, I'm Violet Rain, Master Teacher of the Akashic Records series of classes here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. If you've been interested in the Akashic Records, the Akashic Records are the life book or the etheric records of everything that we've ever thought, spoken, done, all of our contracts, relationships since we left Source. It is a valuable resource of information that people are able to tap into to get Get clarity to get guidance just to find out why things are the way they are in their life. The Akashic really helps us do that. This is a great series of classes if you're already getting intuitive information, meaning you're either getting visuals or you're hearing things or you just know things or you feel things. This is a great class to step into to amplify the information that you're receiving from a higher level of source versus just your intuition if you'd like to find out more about my series of classes for the akashic records please check out on our website under classes and look for akashic record certification i hope to see you in class or i hope to see you at the center here at discover your spiritual gifts have a great day and thanks for listening
0: well welcome back to the show our guest is Joanna Alper, and uh, we're talking about uh, Chinese medicine viewpoints and how they relate to organizing and managing a business and improving a business, uh, especially for people involved in alternative healing. So uh, we're continuing here. Um, I, I want to follow up on the previous thought. You know, you're talking about the, the instant fix and you know taking a pill, and uh, you always like to point out to people. If you listen to the what are the possible side effects, the most common side effect for any of these drugs is diarrhea. And uh, thank goodness that that's not a, a usual outcome of our alternative treatments, no matter what, what we use with people. So uh, we may not always get the quick fix, but uh, we don't have some of those other nasty side effects in that big, long list they read at the end of the commercial. Great. <laughs> that
1: is so true but we've become a society of instant gratification right we want to order the item online and it's going to show up in three hours on our porch we're going to drive through the fast food and in five seconds we're going to have something to eat and drink we have this idea of instant gratification those drug commercials up you're going to instantly lose weight <clears throat> you're going to instantly do this and the truth is, you're right. You just don't throw seeds out on the ground and the harvest shows up in three seconds. It takes the season for those seeds to root, to grow, to sprout, to come. And, you know, the most beautiful things come through time. They don't come through instant instant gratification. And we're mm-hmm. forgetting that the most beautiful things that we have in our life are our our relationships we develop over time, the work that we do in developing ourselves, um, you know, the investment we do in our education or in our passions. Those are what produce really good, rich um, returns versus instant. But you were also talking about money. And what I find interesting is that there's a lot of people listening and people out there that believe you have a gift, you should do this for free. And the reality is, many of our practitioners or people working in this field have went to school, they have student loans, they've invested in certifications, they've gotten educated, they've invested time and experience. Just like anyone that goes out and opens a business, they've invested in their education and their experience, they've been able to grow, why shouldn't they have a return on what they're giving? It's an energy exchange of give and take. And I believe in fair pricing. I don't believe in out pricing, right? Unless you're famous and you can charge $3,000 an hour. I think that's awesome. That's not for me. I think there's a fair exchange that happens in return for Delivering something of value, and they think what we have is of value. So that's kind of my input. How do you feel when people? I'm sure you've had that where people come up and say, "Well, I think it should be for free." And you're coaching a business person that really has a hard time putting a value to what what they offer because their family or their belief system thinks it should be free.
2: I don't see people who totally want to see me for free anymore,
3: but people who do want,
2: I mean, I've been at this 40 years, you know, but, but people who want to slide a lot. And I understand that because some people absolutely cannot afford to see me. So depending on how much they want to, take advantage of or to receive a sliding scale, I do offer that to some extent. So I keep my prices pretty high also because I've been doing this and teaching for decades. But I also think sliding scales are appropriate, can be. and But in terms of free, people can go get a book for free on the library and heal themselves. So the depends. You know, it's this kind of arrogance and entitlement about in our society what you were saying about throw the seeds in the ground and think we're going to have a harvest right away or get things for free immediately it's just it's not practical and because we're such loving giving people we've gone along with it too much and I feel like uh, so many of us need to strengthen our spines and value ourselves and be able to speak about money is not a big deal. Pass the salt, you know, pass the salt, you know, no big deal. I receive money. You make money in your ways. If you want to see me, you can offer money. I've, and um, I don't think, we, we just, as healers, we need to be the ones to unpack whatever limited beliefs we have. And there are a lot of ways to help people do that. There are books on it. I read books on it and I thought I had an abundance mentality, but I actually have learned to to go even deeper, to not be greedy or outrageous, but to have relaxation about this and Uh, honor myself as much as i honor my incredible clients and students so
1: i love that it's fair value right it's a business fair value and i i know i have those conversations a lot especially with new people coming on and dave's right at the fair you know they're brand new they forget to collect the money and they'll come up to you later and they go i forgot you know i forgot because money is something that we think of last when we do this and it is an exchange. It's just energy. It's just, it's just energy. It's an exchange. And when you start to look at it that way and you get really playful with it, it gets to be really powerful, right? We all have a need. We are responsible for keeping the lights on and paying the rent and doing all that, just like everybody else. It's a requirement here. It wasn't a requirement, we'd be doing other things, right? Um, right? If we got given houses and electricity and food and we didn't have to worry about any of that and we got to do what we enjoy and be passionate about, I'm sure we'd all still be doing what we're doing, but That's it would right. be a different exchange, right? right? And so we just have to look at it that way. So I love that you've taken a really uh, spiritual system and figured out how it fits within the business conversations because I don't think people see them together and we need to see them together right
2: absolutely i heard that reverend michael beckwith that wonderful um reverend out in california he said it's really hard to be a light worker if you can't pay the light bills <laughs> and um you can't pay your light bill so it does it's just one of the principles of energy it's not the most important one it's not about us grasping but it's also not about rejecting it's about being just aligned and relaxed and ordinary about it and forthright and relaxed I love that I
1: love that yeah,
0: in the in the early 90s uh a friend of mine uh, got involved as one of the early uh, ISPs in Denver. I mean, that was back when we had modems to dial into an mm-hmm. internet service mm-hmm. provider. Mm-hmm. And everybody was coming out of the woodwork and approaching him with, well, Mike, you need to do this and we can do this. And, and he, he would just finally turn to him and say, you know, I can work for free anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can watch TV for free, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, He was not seeing an investment. And I think uh, people have to ask themselves, uh, here's a fundamental question. If I go to see a reader and it's free, will I honor that information that comes across the same as if I saw Sylvia Brown for $600 for a half-hour phone call? (laughs) I I guarantee if I pay $600 for a half-hour phone call, I will listen to that recording over and over to look for the nuggets in it. If I get a reading for free, I'm tempted to discount it. So uh, it's putting skin in the game. Uh, It's it's getting involved. It's making a commitment. It's saying, I decided to deliberately choose this and invest in it. So Mm -hmm. I I think that's one of the other warnings about uh, giving away services for free is that the client will treat it like a free sample. And, Mm -hmm. you know, they can walk away from it and nothing lost. And Mm -hmm. uh, that doesn't lead to people thinking about what you've done, focusing on it, uh, doing follow-up suggestions uh, on what they should do after the appointment, Mm -hmm. things like that. If they Mm -hmm. do it for free, uh, they'll probably walk away from it.
2: It's true. And also, as healers, we're often wisdom holders, and that we know that sometimes it's painful to put up a really big mirror to people about what their, where their energy is at. And if we're constantly soothing people because we're worried about maybe receiving money or hurting people or whatever, we may not be as absolutely honest as we could potentially be to help people take the responsibility and be the co-creators of their health along with us as we work with them.
0: Uh-uh. And,
2: um, it's very interesting treading this fine line today, but I find it a delightful and um, adventurous journey. And I haven't always been totally skillful, but I do my best to be compassionate and as skillful as I can be and grow as I'm sure you two are growing also with these conversations. And um, Well, your- it
1: takes work. It takes work on both sides, right? It takes... You know, the person that comes in and gets the free reading and walks away, there's no work in there for them. Uh-huh. The person that went to see Sylvia Brown and they listened to it over and over again, they're putting work into it. They're putting yes. energy into it. They're yes. taking actions into it, right? Mm-hmm. They're they're putting that so the person that gave the information, they put work in it, they put energy in it. And the person that received it needs to put work and energy into it too, because everything's a give and take, it's moving energy. So it's really important. And so no matter what kind of business you're in that you're seeing clients, all of us, it takes work on their part. I I don't think I've ever seen a client where I didn't give them stuff to think about, process, reflect on, work on, consider because it's work. Transformation, um, moving forward, making changes, shifting your life there's a little bit of work in this and it takes work. Um, And so it's worth that value. And I think the money exchange is just part of that as well. It just wraps it all together.
2: And we're, it's a business, it's not a charity, but as we make business, make money, then we're also able to offer charity as, as well, which I'm sure most of us do in some way or other
1: yeah absolutely. As part of the service piece of giving back, yes. you know how much are you going to give back and what does that look like? I think mm-hmm. that's an important piece. So um, So talk to us a little bit because you have this quiz online that people can go take. Talk to us a little <laughs> bit about this quiz that you offer because I want the viewers to be able to have an opportunity to understand what it's about and how that
2: works. Okay, happy to. Uh, the name of my business is Medicine Buddha Coaching, and my website is medicinebuddhacoaching.com. You don't have to be a Buddhist. Medicine, healing, Buddha is about waking up, and um, work with lots of people who aren't Buddhists. But so if you go to medicinebuddhacoaching.com, right underneath the banner at the top is uh, a, um, a line that says take the holistic business quiz and in three minutes you can take this quiz online and discover which of the five elements in your business need strengthening is it visibility in your and brand your fire is it how you show up in service to your niche the earth is it the metal the limiting beliefs around money and is it the water with work-life balance and stronger marketing, or is it the wood element with having sane, non-aggressive marketing and sales conversations? You can see very quickly how your business could, where it stands now and where it could be strengthened. And I also offer complimentary conversations. They're usually $97, but now during the uh, pandemic, these are free for a half an hour conversation after you've taken the business quiz to see how the five elements are in your business, how they could be strengthened, where you want your business to go, and some action steps you can take, whether on your own, with another mentor, or with me. But first, it starts with the quiz. So if you go to medicinebuddhacoaching.com, you can take the quiz and find out.
1: That's pretty awesome. It's wonderful. Pretty awesome. So you also have a class coming up. So talk to us a little bit about your class.
2: The class begins June 17th, and it runs for six weeks. It's actually seven sessions, but it goes for six weeks. It's an online class, Wednesday evenings, and a group coaching class. People also receive sessions with me. we will go through templates and have uh, short lectures, templates, and lots of uh, interaction to help you strengthen the five elements of your business. And just like a garden, if one of the elements is missing, it's really hard to get a harvest. You don't have the right water or you don't have the right seeds or uh, the right amount of sun. It's very hard to get a harvest so in the five elements uh program it's, it's called attract six clients in six weeks we'll go through all the elements and you'll have a chance to strengthen your business um there's also there'll also be a facebook group which i will be on every weekday to help give feedback there'll be a wonderful group of peers who will Um, go along with you and give encouragement, accountability, support, and cheerleading for all of us, because this is such an important time to go beyond just our limited um, ways of doing things and get our incredible work out into the world. And we're very sensitive people as healers. Sensitivity, though, is our superpower, but business and marketing can be our kryptonite. And weaken us. So this is a way to get our business and marketing stronger in a wonderful way. And I'm happy to talk to anybody who has interest in the program. And I also offer a referral fee if somebody, if you're not interested in taking it, but you have a friend or colleague who would like to take it. I offer a 20% referral fee. And it's at a, the program attracts six clients in six weeks is at a special pandemic price so it's not going to be this um this uh at this price in the future but it's wonderful and people get a lot of value from it will get a lot of value from it be delightful
0: that all sounds wonderful
2: thank you dave it is
0: yeah, there, there's, there's so many stumbling blocks to getting a new practice going, uh, mm-hmm. whatever your modality. Yes. And, uh, probably one of the big ones is, wow, I, I have the doors open, I have the business cards, I have the signs up, I have a website. Why aren't I getting calls?
2: Right. And we can start to think it's our fault. And that's really tragic because it, um, we just haven't learned the skills And learning from the five elements in this way, the five Chinese success principles, makes learning this fun, just like going to healing school. We all probably had a blast in healing school. Got to to receive treatments, got to give them. We're so excited about the new learnings. And this way of learning marketing can help be congruent with the ways that we love our healing work too, and love offering and learning about it. And So often we're, it's easier to take another certification or something like that, but actually learning marketing and business can be f- tremendous personal development for us as healers. At least that's been my experience. I used to be much shyer. I have a shy quality, but this is allowing me to move out in a, in a larger way, a friendlier way. And an easier way.
0: So mm-hmm. thank you. Absolutely. Well, thank you. Uh, Violet, do you have anything more?
1: No, I think, it, I think it's great. Um, I think it's a great opportunity. As Dave said, and we've all mentioned, a lot of people, you know, finish class or finish school and they go and they open an office and they hang out their shingle and then, and then it's what's next. And this is a great step of what's next. We Mm -hmm. believe if we put our energy out there, people will come and it doesn't quite work that way. So having an understanding of how to do that's really important. Thank Mm you so much for being on our show. Thank you for being part of this. Thank you for your offerings. I'm really excited. Um, And I hope someday when we get our center open, we can have you down and people can meet you in person. And especially when your book comes out this fall, reach out and we'll, we'll get something going so that people can pick up their own copy.
2: Thank you so much, Violette and, and Dave. It was really a pleasure to be here today, to have this conversation and to meet you as brother and sister on
0: the journey. It was, it was
2: thank you. I do hope we meet and I'm grateful for you having me on your show. So thank you.
0: I look forward to it. Uh, again, for the listeners, uh, for more information, uh, go to www.medicinebuddhacoaching.com. Thank you for listening today. Our next guest is Melinda Gillette, and we're going to have some more messages from some of our other practitioners at DYSG that she may be interested in. So hang on for a few more minutes. Everybody, take care. Have a great week.
3: I am Deborah Peter. I am a cranial sacral therapist. I had a career in accounting and finance for 20 years and had an opportunity to change pathways and decided to pursue a career in massage therapy Mm -hmm. because I was fascinated with the body. And that career in massage therapy then led me to cranial sacral therapy. Cranial sacral therapy is a body work modality that works with the nervous system and is beneficial for anything that the nervous system plays a part in. That includes trauma, uh, any tension patterns in the body that are being held by the muscles or the fascia, headaches, chronic pain or any pain that the medical community has not been able to find a reason for. So basically anything that the nervous system has a part in. A session is often Generally 60 to 90 minutes long, person relaxes on a massage table, fully clothed. The session can sometimes involve dialoguing, or the person is just able to go into a deeply relaxed state. The therapist, myself, um, looks for tension patterns and feels for tension patterns in the body, um, and looks to help the body release those tension patterns. In this world we're often in a state of fight or flight and this work helps bring the body down into more of a rest and digest space, which is really where healing happens because the body has its own way of healing and I'm there to support the person in their process of releasing restrictions and tension patterns and emotions that are often held in the body and limiting their ability to fully engage in the world. I'm available Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 6:30 p.m. I have offices in Inglewood as well as Littleton here at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. If you'd like to schedule an appointment you can reach me at my website at HarmonyRidgeMassage.com or you can give me a call at 303-725-5800 I also offer a 20-minute free consultation over the phone if anybody's interested in more information or to find out if cranial sacral therapy could help them with anything that they're dealing with. I look forward to working with you. Hi,
4: I'm Tiffany Mayer, Sister Sip Circle Facilitator and owner of Insight and Alchemy. I hold intentional events designed to provide transformational and soulful experiences. I serve by facilitating spiritual and tangible connection that enriches and empowers women in their expression, leadership, and lives. We have monthly sacred women's circle gatherings at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts. Each month, we focus on different themes like self-love indulgence, expanding blessings, and activating abundance. We come together to honor our authentic selves, sisterhood, and the divine. In this safe and sacred circle container, we speak our truths, embody our intentions, and create action in ceremony. Circle is a confidential and supportive space where you're invited to openly share without interruption or unwanted feedback. Instead, you are beamed with loving energy while being seen, heard, and honored for just being you. We dig deep to raise the individual and universal vibration healing sisterhood wounds, and shifting the paradigm of competition, isolation, and fear. Each circle is unique and offers magic and medicine co-created by all the women who come together. When you join us in circle, you receive what you are meant to receive while enriching the experience for your sisters simply by being you. Won't you join us? Check our circle gathering calendar and reserve your spot by visiting insightandalchemy.com. Discover your spiritual gifts or sistershipcircle.com forward slash events for circles being offered in Colorado and around the world. Connect with me in circle or contact me at tiffany at insightandalchemy.com
5: to learn more about our monthly circles or schedule a private gathering. Blessings angels are loving messengers and guardians helping us find our way on our life mission and protecting us on the journey are you seeking an angelic perspective of yourself or situation ruby wayward is an angel intuitive using her intuition angel tarot and or oracle cards to provide angelic perspective readings learn which angels are helping you or wanting to work with you and gain insight from your guardian angels Ruby not only works with angels, but with other mystic manifestors, messengers, and elementals like the dragons, unicorns, and fairies. Ruby can connect with you to your personal dragon, channel messages from your unicorn, and guide you in best practices with the fairies. Find Ruby Wayward as a reader at Discover Your Spiritual Gifts every second Sunday of the month. Walk ins are welcome or call Discover Your Spiritual Gifts at 720. 720- Five seven three four two seven five to set up an appointment.
3: Discover connection, awaken sacredness,
1: common power. Join us for our show on